Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is episode six of Survival of the Artist podcast. We've had about a month since the last episode, which was an awesome one with Jared Sanders. But today, today, I got everybody's favorite DJ, DJ Mike Calvi. What's going on, bro? Hey, what up, bro? Thank you for having me out here, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and and uh, where where are you coming from on this call? Um, right now, I'm based out of Atlanta, but uh, I was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, got that in there, so then people don't think I'm a Southern boy because I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You you can only claim South like when you're in the South. But if everyone's like, if everyone up north is like, "Yo, you from the South?" You're like, "No, no, no, I'm from Brooklyn." <laughs> I mean, basically, that's what I always do. Yeah, I was I was only born in Brooklyn, like in the hospital, but I've I've always lived in Staten Island, so. I'm from New York City, also, but you're you're the real thing, though. I'm like, <laughs> I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the authentic. I'm the hundred percent. Yeah, but people are like, yo, you were born in Brooklyn. I was like, yeah, yeah, born. <laughs> that was it. That was it. And then I crossed the bridge. Um, but to get to get right into it, and who better than you telling us who are you, what do you do, and what would be your claim to fame so far? Um, like, so, obviously, my name is DJ Michael V. Uh, I am a Christian DJ, influencer, content creator, uh, artist DJ, uh, entertainer, MC, whatever you want to call it, all the different uh, doodads and all that stuff. But um, I'm a DJ, plain and simple. I love hip hop. I love turntablism. And um, I guess claim to fame. I mean, I'm not famous, so I don't really know what I would have to claim. But uh, I DJ for a couple uh, pretty, I guess, famous Christian artists. Um, that's about it. Like, I don't really have a claim to fame. Go ahead. Name drop. Here. Name drop. Who you DJ for? I can't name drop all of them because some of them I haven't announced yet. But okay. I'll just say, uh, no big deal, Tadashi, um, and things like that opened up for people like Toby Mac, NF. Nice. Uh, dang, who else? Toby Mac, NF, Family Force 5, Hillsong Worship, Elevation Worship. Jesus Culture, Bethel Music, um, Andy Minio, all these different people, man, by the God's grace. So it's just a little bit. That's a little bit. Yo, those are some big names. It's I mean, yeah, bro. That's not I, bad. That's not Family Force Five, Toby Mac, Tadashi, Hillsong, Andy. That's not bad, man. That's pretty yeah, bro, good. I mean, God, man, God's been just showing a lot of grace with that, man. I'm, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like all these opportunities that, that have come, that are coming, and that um are I'm currently in is like, I'm in awe. Yeah, no, it's 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 awesome, and I know every everybody like this. This next question is sort of relative because nobody is kind of where they want to be at any given moment. Like you always want to be further than where you're at, um, or most people do. So. For where you're at right now, how long did it take you to get here? Man, let me tell you, like, people really don't know, like, because now I'm starting to get, like, a little bit of, like, a a small little buzz. But, um, like, I've been doing this since, like, 2011, bro, 2012. So I'm only 23 years old right now. So I've been doing this since I was, like, 16, 17 years old. And... Man, it it took a lot of licks for me to get to where I'm at. Like it took a lot of uh, 
terrible learning experiences to get where I'm at, man. But just consistent prayer, having people around me that would shape me and mold me and surrounding myself with people that are successful and um, not only in my industry, but in others and just having them there that genuinely care about me and want to see me win. Like that was like a really big key to where I'm at, man. Mm -hmm. So like not to sound super Christian, like, but besides really asking God where he wants me to be, where he needs me to be, it was just a lot of hard work, bro. Like a lot of networking, a lot of doing like like doing events for free, um, DJing for artists for free, yeah, uh, traveling when I had no money, like just throwing caution to the wind and things like that. Uh, going to events, networking, talking to artists, like building relationships with them, like actually really building relationships with them, and um. It's just gotten me to where I'm at, man, and the, all the seeds that I planted when I was younger, and all the mistakes I made and stuff like that. Like that, now they're flourishing now, but so it's like it's, it's kind of dope to see actually. Yeah, and and I mean I know every artist sort of comes up with a with this point, like like a rapper, let's say, pop pops in that one album, that Nas album or Eminem album or whoever it might be, and they're like, yo, like I want to do that. Um. What's it called? So, um, growing up in New York, you grow up around Hot 97, hip-hop yeah. in general, um, all these things. So, like, I don't know how it is with people who are listening and stuff like that, but other people who, um, other people who don't know, like, New York is very music-oriented. So, when I was younger, they used to have, like, block parties and things like that, and they had a block party one time in front of my building, and there was a, like three or four DJs lined up just DJing, bro, like like real turntablism, like no computers, like real vinyls and and just like yo, man, like literally tearing it up, bro, like scratching and um doing some good beat juggles and and just keeping the party live, man. And I seen that and in New York you like you could become one of three things. Like you could become a drug dealer, you could become a rapper, or you could be a DJ and things like that. So I decided to be a DJ because I definitely couldn't rap. Um <laughs> And just hearing Funk Flex on the radio, man, and always telling myself, like, yo, I want to be on the radio one day. I want to be on Hot 97. I want to DJ, and I want to be, like, famous like that. I want to I want to DJ, and I want to and I want to show people what I got. Like, growing up, man, that was one of my biggest inspirations is, like, uh, what's it called? Grandmaster Flash, Funk Flex. Yeah, yeah. DJ Who Kid, like, all these people, man. Like, I love, like, for people that don't know, I love hip-hop. Like, I'm a hip-hop connoisseur. So it's like, I just love the essence of it, where it's been, where it's going, how it is now. Like, I love it, man. Yeah, and it's it's really cool because I know, especially on, on Netflix, they have a bunch of real good documentaries on that early stages of hip hop with the DJs coming up, um, where they actually interview a lot of these MCs and these DJs. And, you know, a lot of people don't know that back in the day, it was the DJ was the guy and the rapper was kind of just like the secondary thing until it flipped. Um, yeah. And especially all of that music is coming out of New York. And, you know, you don't really hear that anymore, especially like like DJs really blowing. Like you think of DJs now, you think of house music or or EDM or when people just think hip hop, you know, they think of DJ Khaled, however you know, people may feel about that. But like, yeah. you're, you're like really into it though for the hip hop level, that authentic New York loving hip hop, not just, you know, not just kind of this this personality who's trying to be bigger than the music. 
Yeah, man. Like my thing is, is I'm, man, I'm trying to like my, me being in Christian hip hop and, and me making music and, and me being in the industry in general is because I want to unify the culture. I want to bring it back to what it was, the camaraderie, the, the, the love that was in it. To, to really bring a genre to its feet. You know what I mean? I feel like Christian hip hop right now mm-hmm. is on the brink of like just death. And I feel like if we don't come together as, as artists, creators, content creators, if we don't all come together with our gifts and um, work together or support each other or whatever, like mainly support each other. Like that's what it is. We don't like, everybody doesn't have to work with each other, but if we support each other, stuff like that, I feel like we can go far, man. And I feel like I don't, like I don't, I'm not trying to create a persona or a personality out of myself. Like this is genuinely who I am. Like I love people. I love music. Mm-hmm. I love hip hop. I love building with people. I love making music. So it's like for me, it's not a it's not a fad. It's not a personality. It's like oh, you like you trying to be like DJ Khaled. And it's like nah, man. I've been doing this for a minute before DJ Khaled was even popular in the mainstream like that. Like it, it was when he was still trying to come up. Like you know what I mean? Like for me, it's like I love the art. That is if hip hop. I love the art of DJing, and I love that mm-hmm. we can put it together, man. Like a lot of people don't understand that music has a very is a very powerful tool, man. Like if you look at clubs and things of that nature and concerts, it's like by the play of a song, you can instantly change somebody's mood, um, and make them forget things, make them remember things, make them create new memories, and that's all from the play of a song, man. It's like music is that that powerful, and I was like, what what better way to control situations and control parties, control music, than doing it for the glory of God and allowing people to have a good time, but also allow their heart to hear the whisper of God through it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and 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 not only that too, like about touching people's lives, but you could literally, you know, launch careers of artists. You know, somebody hands you, and this this will sound dated, but somebody hands you their mixtape. Or now somebody sends you their their file, their their wave file, and they're a nobody, and you play it, and the response to that goes crazy. Like DJs are the original playlist curators; they are the original Spotify. So yeah. people are hearing that, and careers are made off of people popping, you know, in the clubs or at concerts or wherever, and the yeah. DJs are responsible for that. So it's like a big responsibility that DJs have as well. As, as well as playing the hits, is introducing people to new music, changing their mood, and also changing, you know, where an artist's future might be headed. Nah, for sure. Um, the DJ, the, so one thing I'm noticing, and not even just in Christian hip-hop, but just in hip-hop in general, a lot of people are not respecting the DJ anymore. Like, they're, like, kind of making it seem like we want to eat off the artist or... Like, what do you have to offer me? Like, like you need me kind of stuff. And I'm like, yo, like, if you was really in this, like you say you are, you would know that DJ started at all of this. And yeah. we wouldn't be here if we didn't have each other. Like, I don't want to have the attitude of, oh, I need you, you need me. It's like, nah, like, we need each other. Like, if this is going to be successful, we need each other. So I feel like once people get the grasp that there needs to be unity in that, like unity in us and stuff like that, that, Man, we can go really far, man. Like uh, DJs, we still have the ability to break artists. But like you said, man, the mixtapes and stuff, that's like dead. Like CDs are going to be obsolete within the next five to six years. If they, so if it's they like, aren't already. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's like, but now we got Spotify and things like that. And it's like, what better way? Like, like the thing is, if you, if you want to be relevant, you have to adapt. Like you, like you have to be a chameleon, like still change, like still staying true to yourself, but you have to adapt. So it's like, what, like, like how can DJs now create a platform and influence people and still put people on? Like I said, like, uh, like I have a playlist on Spotify called the God always playlist and that playlist i built from the ground up like no major label supports it like spotify hasn't picked it up nothing i created that joint in january i think or something like that yeah i think in january or or december or something like that and it has almost two thousand followers organically like that listen consistently you know what i mean and it's like by the grace of god it's like i i i i'm building a platform and i've actually been able to put people on like i hate using that that term put people on but i don't i can't really think of a better one but i've given people yeah. the opportunity to 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 broaden their platform and have eyes on them because of because of my relationships because of my relationships that i've built with some of the higher ups and some of the people that are coming up some of the people that are already there like all these people um, they pay attention to what I say and, and my and my word and and what and what I say holds weight. You know what I mean? Contrary to popular belief, it, it holds weight. And it's like, what what better way to use my influence than to share it? Like share our influence and share what like like who I think is dope and and I'll give somebody else opportunity. I, I firmly believe in not hogging opportunities and sharing it with everybody because I feel like if one person wins, we all like it's it's. Like we like we all can eat, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and and that's kind of what you do too on on Thursday nights on on the Rapzilla Instagram, where people are submitting stuff, and you know you're you're giving people a chance to maybe be heard for the first time, and or you know a lot of a lot of artists, I call it like the the American Idol syndrome, where they're they're real close friends and their families tell them they're super dope, and they're amazing. And then they go and they do that music in front of other people and they cannot believe that nobody else likes them. And sometimes, sometimes they have to come up with that reality check. You know, sometimes you need to be, you know, torn up a little bit just to let you know where you're heading. They need to get the water bottle slapped by, yeah, by I mean, you. People call me like, people really be calling me like a jerk and an a-hole. And I need to do a better job on the rap little thing, man. That's my personality. I'm very, I'm very extra. Like I'm very like I'm an extroverted person. So it's like I, I that's just my personality. Like I'm just being me. But also it's like I do it because I want them to know, like know the severity of what they do. And like I respect anybody that wants to do music, but I don't respect people that put the effort into it. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I hate yeah. the fact that oh well, I'm a youth pastor and I'm a dad and all these things and I put out music too. Like respect my music but it's like the music is trash it's like yo man like how about you go be a really great dad and an even better youth pastor and and raise up youth and don't worry about doing music i feel like a lot of people do music because it's like the prideful thing that i could rap like i want to be a lecrae i want to be like an andy i want to get the recognition and it's like man if you come into it with that attitude that oh like i got something to say and i want i want to be heard type attitude man god's not going to put you there low-key because it's like you don't have the 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 proper heart and the mindset to even be on a platform like that so it's like with that i feel like 
artists they gotta check their motives, man, when they come into this. Cause for me, it's like I like I'm here because I really feel like God called me to this. Like I'm not here because I love Christian hip hop. I do love Christian hip hop, but I mean I'm not here because like out of inconvenience or convenience or like, hey, like this is a, a cool little niche market I could eat off of. Like, man, like Christian hip hop saved me. Like I got saved through Christian hip hop. And Rapzilla and things like that. Like, like that's why I have a heart for it. Like, that's why right. I'm passionate about it. Cause it's, it, I, I got saved through it. So, for me, it's like if, if artists don't check their motives and they come in with like this attitude of, oh, like I got something to say, people got to hear me type stuff. It's just not gonna work out for them. And I, I love the opportunity that Chad gave me on Rapzilla to, to, obviously build my platform and and help, um, help theirs with new content and stuff like that. But I'm I'm glad I'm able to talk to artists and stuff like that. I try to be more encouraging, but I, I, I try to tell people, I, I try to give people the same advice that the, like the OGs gave me. Like I'm harsh mm-hmm. because I was, I was, I was, somebody was harsh with me and it worked. Like for me, it worked. I'm like, Oh word. Like you feel like that, but I'm gonna work harder. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like a lot of people don't learn like that. But for me, like that's how I learned, and that's the only way. That's the only way I've I've been taught to learn. So some people, like I said, they don't like the way I talk. They don't like well, the way I do things. But for me, it's like, yo, like it's whatever, bro. Like I I I do this. Like you know what I mean? Like I'm where I'm at. Yeah. Like but which means I don't mean like I'm anywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. relevance. But I mean like I'm where I'm at now because people told me what I'm telling you. You know what I mean? Right. And and you can't just gas up people for no reason. And I think you do a really good job at that. Like even when you do have a submission by, you know, someone you actually have a relationship with or or somebody that's, you know, makes really good music. You you never very rarely will give someone like a nine or a ten because, you know, everybody everybody has an idea of what a nine and a ten is in their mind. But like yeah. musicians and and real music people know that a nine and a 10 is basically a flawless song and probably one out of a hundred songs is maybe a flawless song if even that many so i think i think you do a good job at like not gassing people up either and and when you and when you do gas people up you're just kind of hurting them especially if they don't really deserve it because then they get that that false hope that like i can't do anything wrong everybody loves me and then when they put yeah. out when they put out a bad track, they can't believe it. Um, so that's good. But but as as a DJ though, and someone who's looking for music for your playlist or to recommend to people, what do you look for in an artist? Is it the sound? Is it the the personality? A combination of both the beats? I mean, what what's what makes you turn your head right away? Um. So what turns my head? Obviously the beat, because beats are like the thing now. Like that's what grabs people's attention. Yeah. So like beat definitely beats, but also like the artist's tone, um, like sonically where they're at. Like do they sound like every other rapper? Do they sound like somebody else? Or like do they have their own sound? Like it's it's that all plays a role in it. Like for me, and I always say this on the live, man, it's mixing. Like if your song sounds good. I'm automatically going to be inclined to listen because, but if it sounds trash, like sonically, then I'm just not going to listen to it. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because there are plenty of good artists out there. They, that just don't have any quality recordings or any means to get yeah. good music sound. Like you might, the, the next best rapper might be some 15 year old kid in his parents' basement, but, but he don't have anything to record. So his his music sounds like trash, 
but uh, a dude who makes trash music has like a hundred thousand dollar studio at his disposal. So it's it's kind of crazy how that works. Yeah, it's it's stupid, and and, and like. I remember one like a, a lot of people get their feelings hurt, and I'm just like, I don't know. Then don't submit. Like, if you're gonna get <laughs> mad at what I say, then don't submit. Like, it's as easy as that. Like, you don't have to get your music heard. Like, it's cool. Like, we we're not missing out. Trust me. Like, we're not missing out. <laughs> it's like if it's like yeah, it's like you're making music for an audience. So what better way to present it to an audience and get feedback? Like when people make movies, they have a test audience, and the audience lets them know what they liked about the movie. And what they didn't like, and then they go back and they fix the movie, and you get a better product. I mean, it's it's pretty self-explanatory. Um, for you, for you, what are what are some misconceptions about being a DJ that you get a lot? Misconceptions? Hmm. I don't really know of any misconceptions. Um, like what do, what do people think? I guess what do people think you do as opposed to what you actually do? Like you know those memes like. What what oh, they think people, I do, what I do, what actually yeah. happens, like stuff like that. So, uh, like a lot of people think, like all they see, like the highlights of traveling and oh, you're in a different city every week. Like, oh, you're doing this and the third. Oh, you get this opportunity, but it's like they don't understand how much hard work went into it. Like some people are like, oh, like you buzzing right now, bro. Like whatever, whatever. It's like, man, I put in like relentless hours into getting where I'm at right now, and I'm not even scratching the surface. Yeah. So it's like, I think the common misconception is it's easier than it looks. And like, I've just popped up out of nowhere and I'm just here getting all these opportunities for no reason. And it's like, man, like, nah, like, like Foggy Ross said, yo, like, this is what happens when, when the blessed meet the dream. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is what happens. You know what I mean? Like when, when, when God intends for you to be somewhere and God has you on a path and you follow that path and you remain on that path and, and you remain guided, guided by God on this path, like all these things fall into your lap. And that's what's been happening by the grace of God. And like, I just like, I, I really can't say like, obviously it's hard work, but also it's like, honestly, really being rooted in who God intended you to be and what your purpose is in this thing called hip hop or music. Yeah. It, and it's funny, like it's the same thing or very similar with, with journalism, especially like with me, I, I get to interview people and talk to people, write about people and people be like, Oh my God, you you interviewed Lecrae? You interviewed Toby Mac? I was like, yeah, I did, but I didn't, you know, I didn't make Toby Mac money off that interview or Lecrae money yeah. off that. I just spoke to them in person or on the phone, and then I went home. Like there was nothing glamorous. Like we we didn't go hang out. We didn't have dinner. You know, we don't we don't chat. Um, you know, sometimes you build relationships with people that way, but like. You know, behind the scenes, you know, I'm making phone calls, I'm emailing people, I'm writing articles, I'm building my resume and my rapport as a writer to try to get to these places. And, you know, people miss out on the hard work and they just make assumptions like that these things are very easy. And it's it's yeah. a, it's a grind out there, man. It's tough. Yeah, bro. It's it's I don't I definitely I definitely didn't choose this, bro. Like, I really, <laughs> if I'm keeping it real, man, like, I really did not choose this life, bro. Like, I could really, I could be somewhere working a nine to five, making like 20 an hour, chilling, like, but I'm not. Like, I'm over here struggling to, to, to not, okay, I'm not struggling. Like, I'm not, but I'm not well off either. But I'm out here really scraping and clawing to get things done. Yeah, yeah. So that 
I can change the world or change somebody's heart or change a, the landscape of a, of a whole genre. Like I, I carry, I gladly carry that weight on my shoulders and I work as if that is on my shoulders. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I, 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 I like that pressure. Sometimes it becomes too much, but I definitely. Like well, that's what they always say about creative people. Like you have to be a little bit insane or a little bit nuts to want to do something creative because it's just not easy at all but you know at the end of the day you have to do what's going to make you happy and you know you have to weigh the options of nine to five going to make me happy but I'll be a little well off or is you know grinding it out and doing something I love every day and maybe you know hustling it out a little bit you know is that going to be worth it for me and you know everyone comes to that decision every creative person comes to that decision now, as a as a DJ, I think I think a misconception for DJs too is you have DJs who produce and DJs who don't produce. Um, you don't produce. I don't. You don't rap. I I sing a little bit. Yeah, but I, yeah. see. I was gonna say I was like you don't sing, but I hear you sing on Instagram, and that sounds pretty good. So yeah, I I actually uh. From time to time, I, I I lead worship at my church. <laughs> nice. So that's 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 super low key though. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I sing, man, but I don't like telling the world about it or anything like that. I don't I don't broadcast it out there because I just don't I don't want people to know if I'm being honest. Is it is it something that's like a confidence thing, or you just you know don't want to be then called to like sing with people or on tracks? Yeah, like, like I don't that. want people hitting me up like, hey, can you sing on my hook, like. Nah, I'm, I'm good. Like you know, what I mean, I'm, I'm I'm straight. So with that, it's like it's not a confidence thing at all. But it's um, I don't know. I just don't want people hitting me up to to sing and stuff or anything like that. I just want to be like cool. Have Fun. you have you done it for anybody or no? So um, I'm actually gonna be dropping a single with a uh, no big deal and RG this summer. Can't really specify the date, but I will say that. Uh, I am on the hook, and I did sing the hook, so it's pretty. I'm pretty excited for that to see people's reaction. I'm actually really, yeah. really, really confident in this song, so I'm, I'm excited. So is this is this a joint song, or is this like your song featuring them? This is my song feat. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um, now what about do you? Are you a DJ who? scratches and and you can do stuff like that or do you play other instruments or anything i know you say you lead worship is that like just in singing like what musical talents do you have a, a scratching dj um in in this pro in this press play world but um yeah i i do scratch and stuff like that i don't play other instruments per se i can play the ukulele but that's about it that's pretty random though in there to have like a as a skill it's like, yeah, yeah I'm a I DJ. Don't, I don't rap. I don't, I don't like write music, but I do play the ukulele. <laughs> it's I like, do, all right. Where does it sound? Where does it sound? But I do. You got to get that on a track. Nah, not at all. <laughs> Come on, you you can make ukulele work with with hip hop. You're onto something. I mean, I probably could, bro, but I don't know, man. It might not sound good the way I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Think harder. Um, so. What would you say to to people who don't feel that DJs 
are artists? Like, how would you defend it and say, yo, DJs are artists and here's why? So DJs are artists because the same way, well, me personally, I feel like, I feel like DJ Khaled is an artist. I feel like DJ DB405 is an artist. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm an artist. I feel like, I, I feel like we're all artists because we come, I don't, I can't speak for them, but I'm going to speak for me. Right. For me, I'm going to say I come up with original concepts that I've experienced through life. I sit down with producers and artists as much as I can and try to work through things emotionally and try to make the song um, as best as possible. The same work ethic that goes into it, um, into creating a song with the exception of obviously writing it, is what I do. So production, post-production, promotion, everything like that. I feel like in that respect, artists are DJs. And we have the same vision, but we use we use other people's gifts as our tools because we don't have those tools ourselves. So in a way, in a roundabout way, that's kind of, you know, what producers do too. like producers who like someone like Fameless who doesn't rap, but he'll get, you know, Vic Sage or someone else on the track and they'll share that idea. So in like a roundabout way. You're you're like kind of a producer too in that sense. When when you put out one of your songs, you're kind of like a producer. Yeah. So people don't people associate producer with like only making beats, but producers are the right. ones that dictate how songs go, where things are, certain things are placed, who's on the song, things like that. So it, yes, I I am a producer, and I do claim it, but I don't really broadcast it but i do it i i count myself as an executive producer well listen so this I'm- this is an educational podcast so <laughs> we we want to teach people what you're actually doing out there um yeah and that's i think that's like a valid point because if you're involved in the creation of the song and giving your ideas you're you know you're part of the song you're not just you're not just like the guy who's like hey i just put out this song and had nothing to do with it but i asked these guys to do it so i think that's a that's a pretty big distinction um so so far and you kind of talked about this a little bit but i like to ask this question of everybody what would you say that your biggest success or even like your biggest feeling like a rock star moment has been so far for you you said feeling like a rock star. Feeling like oh. a rock star. What made you feel like like you're on stage and you're just like, yo, like if if I never did this again, like this was the moment. Did that Man. sometimes it doesn't happen for people yet, but sometimes it has. For me, if I had that kind of moment, it would be when I performed in an arena. I uh I DJed a conference, um, and it was like twenty five thousand kids like sold out nice. the arena the arena out here in Atlanta DJing and I had like a little maybe like a ten minute set, fifteen minute set. And I literally turned that whole arena up, bro. Like they were singing the songs that I was playing, like the vibe was good, everything was perfect, the sound was good, like the vibe was good. They was all jumping around, having fun, like, bro, like I, I know there's gonna be more things that are gonna happen, but that right there for me is like I could retire. I'm good. I, I, I turned up in the arena. You can't tell me nothing. <laughs> it's like when people are like, who are you? And then you're like, well, here's my credentials. And you show them a clip of that night. You're like, oh, all right. All right. You pretty I feel good. like I have to do that like regularly now with all these Christian hip hop people. Not, not to be cocky, but I feel like they don't know who I am. All right. So what about, what about on, the, on the flip side? Like, What would you say so far 
you know, what do you think was your, your greatest failure or, or something that you could have done better? Um, ah, man, what I would do better, bro, is I had a lot of, uh, like, mis- like small mistakes that have affected me in coming up. They don't affect me now because now they're over and done with, man. But I yeah. had some unnecessary, I had some unnecessary beefs, I had some unnecessary situations with uh, well-known artists in these in this industry that I would have loved to avoid. So I think the failure would be not one single situation, but just the fact of not not avoiding some. So yeah, I think that would be some of the stuff I wish I could do better. But back then would be to not really. Uh, Keep a low key, I guess you could say. Okay, I got you. So now, uh, aside aside from what you have going on with this summer song with with no big deal and RG, I mean, what's next for you? What do you have coming? Um, you know, what's the goal for the rest of twenty eighteen? Man, twenty eighteen, drop singles, 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 drop more singles, uh, build my build my platform more, uh, drop uh, videos, uh, good videos. I think my my I think what I'm trying to do is drop great content. Like quality good content. Um I'm also starting a YouTube channel soon. Um and it's gonna be a very complex esque like okay. MTV raps meets the basement nice. meets things like that. I'm doing that. That's that's in production and being edited as we speak, just trying to figure out a good rollout between all these shows and my singles and other singles and it's like i'm trying to figure out how to make sure i can give it its due diligence and promotion and things like that but that's going to be happening soon but 2018 man is a year that i'm just like man just aiming to blow people's faces off man (laughs) you gotta melt faces thanks so uh I mean the the final question everyone gets this question what would be your final key for the survival of an artist in 2018 from your perspective Man the key to surviving as an artist in 2018 is to network and build genuine solid relationships with artists um and people of influence um never think you're too good for an opportunity never think you're too good for a person cuz you never know who that person knows where that person is going and vice versa. Never know what that event is going to do for you. Um, keep God first always, man. Like that's my, that's my motto. That's my brand. God always, cause God always provides God always is sovereign. And amongst other things, man, just keep God first and allow him to just guide your heart and dictate your path. And that don't be selfish in that aspect, man. You, you should be straight. All right. Now where, where can the, where can the good people find you? online uh, they could, your music they could find me uh on everything on social media is at i a m so i am michael another m m y k a e l so i am michael underscore and the letter v as in victor um and new mu- uh, music you can find me everywhere apple music spotify soundcloud all that good stuff uh as dj michael v once again michael is spelled m y k a e l um so dj michael v and that's about it man like everything's the same like you can find me one way or another i'm not too hard to catch and that's it that's dj michael v dropping facts dropping knowledge letting you know what djs actually do 
because some people think DJs are just what DJ Khaled does, which is say his name, apparently, <laughs> and, and make and make really funny memes of himself. Um, but that's it, man. You're you're out there grinding, you're hustling, and you were perfect. I feel like for this podcast because I always see you doing stuff and trying to advance the culture, whether it be hip hop culture or Latinos in the culture, um, and you represent hard and people love you man and that's just that's just me looking around on on twitter and getting feedback from rapzilla and different things like that so you're definitely a real one my friend man i appreciate those words man they're really humbling i'm not even gonna lie to you so i appreciate that for real all right and uh thanks for taking the time and we will be in touch and uh that's it man thanks so much all right bro i'll catch you man peace yep peace so that was episode six of Survival of the Artist podcast. Special shout out to DJ Michael V. The dude grinds. You got to follow him on Twitter. Follow him on Instagram. He's shouting people out. He's giving love. He's dropping facts. And uh, he dropped all those tonight. Stay tuned for his single with No Big Deal or What Up RG. We got the exclusive. Flex on that for a second. Um, as far as the podcast, I know it's been a, a month break. I've been trying to get people to talk to me, but I guess people don't like me as much as I thought. <laughs> um, but I do have a couple of people lined up. One of them is the founder of Rabzilla, Philip Rude. He will probably be my next guest on the podcast for episode seven. We know he's going to have interesting stuff to say starting Rabzilla when he was 15 or 16 years old. So stay tuned for that because he's an entrepreneur. And, you know, most artists and musicians, creative people are entrepreneurs. And uh, also real quick, maybe I can garner some feedback for this. I'm probably going to be starting up a Patreon to go along with this podcast. Um, Anything anybody wants to give helps. I'll have some exclusives for donors. And also I'd like to, if you follow me on Twitter at jsarachik underscore pof sarachik is s-a-r-a-c-h-i-k it's kind of a tough name um if you follow me there i do my hashtag artist tips and i like to see artists be more professional especially young upcoming artists and i kind of have a passion for helping these artists get to the next level so i help people out I write press releases, I give tips, uh, my DMs are open, so you can always hit me up uh, for feedback. Even if you want to bounce music off of me, say, hey, does this sound good? And get some honest feedback. You know, I'm down to do that. So I want to start individual podcasts for people looking for specific tips. You know, how do I write a press release? How do I email radio stations? How do I respond to interviews? How do I make a press kit? Uh, you know, general stuff like that. And your feedback will be very helpful in me creating new content for you guys. Um, and of course, I'm trying the bi-weekly to get new artists every week on here. Uh, diverse artists, entrepreneurs. Uh, I'll, you know, if I can get actors on here, I'm cool with that too. Everybody has a different story and a different perspective on how to survive as an artist in 2018 so look for that stuff again you can follow me on twitter at jsarachik underscore pof you can listen to this podcast on soundcloud or on google play it's coming to itunes very soon 
can even follow it on YouTube. And uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Again, thank you to DJ Mike Rodriguez.